2: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bolan Brand Sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolan Brand Sheets get softer with every wash. They're made from the rarest organic cotton and designed to get softer over time. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order with code BUTTERY. So head to B-O-L-L and branch.com today. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
3: Welcome back to Two Judgy Girls. It's Courtney from LA, and as you all might know, Mary is in Charleston living her best summer Mary life, hanging out, just like going to Pat's house, hanging out with Michael, going in her, the Rolls Royce. She's going to give us a full update next week, but for now, we're going to let her enjoy the rest of her vacation, and in her place, I have one of my amazing friends, Kristoff, who is a Bravo lover, uh, reality TV aficionado. Say hello.
1: Hi ju- Hi, Jury. <laughs> this is Kristoff.
3: Okay, Kristoff. So so we can get to know you. Tell us what your favorite shows are that you watch on Bravo, what your favorite shows of like reality in general are, and sell us on one of them.
1: Alright, so um, I've been a longtime Bravo watcher. I've been watching Bravo since, um, like, really hardcore. I've been watching it since the first season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That's Um, nine years
3: as we learned in the reunion this this week. (laughs) And it felt
1: very, I mean, we'll talk more about the Beverly Hills reunion, but it felt so full circle um, to come back to that first season. Watching that LVP
3: montage and all of that, I know, I was like, oh, I was like, nostalgia.
1: We'll we'll get into it, we'll get into it. So, I watch a lot of the, I watch all the Real Housewives shows Um, in the past couple years, uh, it's been harder to keep up with them. But historically, I've watched all of them. I've been in the Bravo trenches. Um, <laughs> you know, watch *Ladies of London*, uh, even R. like R. Prin- <laughs> *Princesses Long Island*. Oh,
3: so good. You
1: know, all the way to like *Game of Crowns*. Uh, *Heroes of Hollywood*. Oh my! So
3: *Heroes of Hollywood*. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that store is still on Melrose, yes. and it moves. What's Neolaya? And it moves like a storefront, it's like we all we both live right by it and it literally is moving closer to you and further from you. Yes. Like every every six months, I feel. And I,
1: I drive by it every single day and wonder who actually like goes in. There I know and because buys then, he
3: was only selling like bracelets.
1: Yes. Really <laughs> overpriced bracelets. Really overpriced bracelets. Um I don't unfortunately watch and don't at me for this, I don't watch Vanderpump Rules and I don't watch Southern Charm, which we'll be talking about <laughs> later. Um I
3: threw him into it this week and just said I think just having an outsider's perspective of what's happening. This was a good episode to bring you in. I mean, yeah. a lot happened.
1: Absolutely, a lot <laughs> happened. We'll get we'll get into the calamity of it. All. <laughs> um, but uh, other than Bravo, like historically. Um, I feel like my like first love of reality TV was with America's Next Top Model. Ugh. I was like an obsessive America's Next Top Model fan.
0: We were all rooting for
4: you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then that kind of turned into RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, mm. which of course is just a parody of America's Next Top Model, or at least that's how it began. So I'm is like, that really
3: the origins of how it began?
1: Yeah, I mean, to like you, kind
3: of be a play on. If it? you
1: watch the first season of RuPaul's Drag Race, it's really a. Parody of America's Next Top Model meets Project Runway, which is another show I've seen every single season of from the beginning. Um, so it started with that. I really loved the VH1 reality shows. Ugh, um, surreal you life. know, Surreal Life, Going into Strange Love, Going into Flavor of Love. <laughs> I love so New York, etc., etc., etc. So, yeah, and then after that golden era ended was really when (laughs) I got into Real Housewives. Um, Some other things that I'm watching currently. Mm -hmm. um, I am watching the current season of Big Brother, even though it's not that great this season. So,
3: I... So, all those that are with me on DirecTV, DirecTV Now, CBS has been canceled. It's been very difficult to try to, like, keep up with this in Love Island, and I've been able to, like, steal our friend's password and watch episodes here and there, but we there's like 10 of us that share it, so yeah. sometimes I never know what episode I've landed on since we're all using the same one. But um, there's a lot of, like, racist behavior happening, I've heard. Um,
1: I don't, there's, of course, CBS is not going to show any overtly racist behavior, but the first, like, five people eliminated have been the people of color in the house. It's very, it's very one group is kind of leading the whole game. Um, It is kind of fun to watch this season because they're such terrible players. (laughs) Are they worse
3: in the season with Paul as the ringleader? And it was, like, Elena and Mark and...
1: I think it might be because, like, wow. people are just actually just spoiling their their alliances and casual conversation on accident. Great. Um, so it's very that. Great. And then um, something I know you're watching, mm-hmm. which you brought up on the show last week, is uh, this season of Are You The One?
3: It's so good.
1: And I've had people... Um, tell me to watch Are You the One for years now. And I didn't really, I wasn't sold on it until this season, the um, sexually fluid season, (laughs) where anybody could hook up with anybody. And they do. And they do. (laughs) Everybody hooks up with everybody. And yet, whenever any two people that hook up with each other, I'm always like my jaw is on the floor. I'm like, I can't believe those two are doing it when it's like literally every combination of people are doing it. Yeah. Um, but that, that, I think that's what makes a great reality show is like that unexpected
4: yes, thing. I it's it. like
1: just to get you, um, get you interested. If you're not watching, there was a five sum <laughs> on the last episode I watched, and I loved that I could have never guessed who was in the five-song, so...
3: And no, neither could the people in the house. They're like, yeah. heard there was 5 song. They're like, you heard there was... It was very reminiscent of Portia's. like, who said that? <laughs> <laughs> who said that? Five-song what? Like, With really...
1: Portia being one of the girls in the five-song.
3: Exactly, yeah. exactly. And then one would be like... Oh, there was a five. Oh, I was in that. Yeah. <laughs> very much recognition of after the fact. And yes, I was a member of the five, so I'm sorry. I couldn't count how many people there were. It was me. But they're also, I was saying last week, like, they're also a very likable cast. And I think Absolutely. it's actually really great for, like, uh, like progressive in the sense of, like, people I know that, like, would never, like, watch this are actually tuning in this season as opposed to other seasons. Yeah. So it's been, like, and it's been very really interesting to be, like, to almost, like, gain knowledge of, like, how other sexes work and, like, how other relationships are and people, like, pronouns and all this stuff. Like, I think it's, like, a really big, like, episode of knowledge... It Mixing it with sex yeah. and it's still, you know, you still get like the fun, like the fun aspect yeah. of like these reality shows that are trash, but also like you want yeah. something. It's like an after-school special.
1: One of the awesome <laughs> things, yeah, one of the awesome things about like trash TV is that it can it presents these things in a fun way, but it's like still being very subversively progressive, where it's yes. like. Where it's like we're actually giving visibility to these groups that mm-hmm. wouldn't be getting visibility otherwise, and it is using it as a shock factor. But it's still like, hey, we're putting we're putting a trans man on TV, and he's like the hottest one in the house. Yeah, I'm obsessed everybody with Kai. Else. Yeah. I love him. So like everybody, in the, everybody in the house wants to fuck Kai. And For the trans man to be like. The the sex object in the house is is just really cool to see on a reality show.
3: I love that. Okay, is that your the show you're selling us on? Yes, that is the
1: show I'm selling you on this week. Okay, so let me ask this then:
3: If you were a Bravo celebrity, who would you be?
1: Who would I be like in my truest self? Yeah.
3: Who would you? Yeah. So who is your like actual self, and who do you aspire to be? Let's play that game. Like, I feel like I'm a Bethany. Because yeah. I, I mention it all, I know I know it all, and I'm, like, annoying, and you can take me in small doses, yeah. but, like, here, here we are. Sorry, guys, you have me and no Mary this week. But, like, yeah. I really want to be, like, a Pat, or an LVP, or someone who has, like, maybe not LVP after this season, but, you know. Yeah. I want to be, like, something a little bit more aspirational. I
1: mean, honestly, after this season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I think I want to be Denise Richards. I mean... I think I aspire to be Denise now.
3: Well, her husband has a big dick. Yeah, well... I don't know if you knew that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> She's never, <laughs> mentioned never mentioned it before. <laughs> um but the fact that she can have come out of a marriage to Charlie Sheen mm-hmm. and genuinely be so chill about it. I feel like 99.9% of people would have been in that situation and come out a total lunatic and the fact yeah. that she like somehow turned into, you know,
3: like like Zendie, like Zenice, She's yes. like zen, she, just like chill She ascended, like, yeah. she like
1: achieved nirvana. She is Denise <laughs> yes. Richards. It's amazing. Yes. Um, so I think that's who, she's like who I aspired to be. I feel yeah. like I used to want to aspire to be Erica Jane. Right. Um,
3: but she's too Erica Girardi this year. Yes, she's yeah. a little too Erica
1: Girardi. We're, we're kind of seeing, um, we're seeing some of the cracks in the facade. <laughs> I like um, that. That's so as true. As we move on. I've always had a really hard time determining who I truly am. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, Courtney, this might surprise you. I've gotten, I've gotten Melissa Gorga a lot, and I can't figure out why. Because
3: you're on display.
1: I'm, I'm just each and every day. <laughs> have you had three day. nose jobs? <laughs> I wish.
3: You have a great nose. Yeah, thank you.
4: Thank
3: you. Um, I mean, I really like Melissa Gorga. I feel like she's like, for the most part, she's like harmless. Yeah. She's hot. That's, like, you're too great. And she's still, like, you still want to see more of her, and her husband's everything. Like, we will post that Joe Gorga falling clip, like, multiple times a a month. Like, we're obsessed with them. So, like, I think it's a good one.
1: I have a fun anecdote. I actually, back in Chicago, I used to live in Chicago before I lived in L.A., and... Um, there was this bar called Spin, and okay. that's where all the Real Housewives would come to perform their hit singles, right?
4: <laughs> so <laughs> that was on Kim's, like the festival yeah, tour. <laughs> that was on their tour. Kim
1: Zolciak came through with did Don't you Be Tardy. I didn't. I unfortunately never got to go see Kim do Don't Be Tardy, but I did um, go see Melissa Gorga, and
3: oh, <laughs> instead,
1: man. and apparently, I heard through the grapevine that they did not pay her enough money to perform.
3: What does she think? So, well, I would love to know what her fee is for like a three minute a three minute show right,
1: of on display. Of on display, and apparently she wanted this is this is just what I heard. This is alleged. Yes, allegedly, alleged. alleged. Um, she wanted she wanted more money than they were offering her, and she wanted backup dancers. She wanted the whole thing.
3: She wanted the Erica Jane, but yes. was going to be like the Kim Zolz.
1: Yes. Okay. And Erica Jane at that time, even Erica Jane at that time was too good to be performing at Spin. She was performing at Roscoe's Down the Street. Okay. Um, and she was just, you know, like a Z list pop right. star. She
3: was, it's um, expensive to be her, but we didn't know that yet. Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, so <laughs> we, I went to the show, and it turned out they decided instead to have Melissa and Joe. Um, judge drag queens lip-syncing to Real Housewives singles. It's
3: been something... Like, are drag queens there often? Do they have to bring them in? Yes,
1: there there were drag queens then. Unfortunately, Spin no longer exists, and it's probably been ten different things (laughs) since then. Um, But in its heyday was where you would go see the Real Housewives perform.
3: I love that. I love that you have that story. Okay, do you have any other fun bravo fact or like somebody you've run into or anything like that before we move on
1: anybody i've run into i mean um i did i did have my picture taken with andy cohen during a book signing once love um and at the time this was when real housewives of miami was still you know, on tv and i'm i am polish i'm from poland um i was born there and i moved to the united states when i was 5 years old very much like joanna krupa
3: okay and oh. Allegedly, with the good one with the smelly vagina. Yes. Right, right, right. Okay. Absolutely. Like TM Randy Glanville. So, Joanna Krupa,
1: is, it's funny because in Poland, she's actually kind of a pseudo celebrity because bringing it back to America's Next Top Model, she hosted, she hosted right? Poland's Next Top Model. So, around that time, my mom used to always say, Oh my God, you're just like Joanna Krupa. <laughs> Maybe, uh, maybe that's who I am in maybe, reality. Yeah, maybe maybe so that that's is, yeah. my true self. I'm Joanna Krupa, the Polish immigrant, you know, turned animal activist and yeah. Playboy model. Um, so I told Andy um, I, something like, "Oh, you know, mm-hmm. my mom says I'm just like Joanna Krupa," and he's like, "Oh, so you've started some tickle fetish videos?" And I that's said, like "What he said." That's what he said, and I go, "I'm surprised you've never seen them." <laughs>
4: You left him speechless on that. I was like, "Okay, next." I love that.
1: So, um, so yeah, and oh, one more fun fact I just wanted to add. In Poland, they actually resold uh, Real Houses of Miami, and they titled it Joanna and Joanna and Her Friends in Miami. That Stop. was the title of the show in that Poland. That is amazing.
3: Wait, I love that. Yeah. Why is that, like, not a known thing? That is <laughs> so funny. Joanna and her friends in Miami. Yeah. And she was friends with, like, none of them.
1: No. Absolutely
3: not. <laughs> Joanna and four other people.
1: <laughs> and she also joined the show in season two, so they probably started airing that show dirt at, in season yeah, two, yeah. which you got zero context of.
3: Although they did get rid of, like, Larsa and, like, her yeah. friend, that her, the, like, Miami version of Lindsay Lohan. I forgot her yeah. name. But, yeah. Christy? So, pres-
1: yes, something, like, something that. like
3: that. Yes, you're so right. Well, thank you for that grand yeah. intro. I feel like... Everybody knows you now. This is great.
1: Absolutely.
4: Okay,
3: so I know you don't watch VPR, but, like, we just kind of have to talk. Like, today was a historical day in Vanderpump Rules Land because Stassi and Bo finally got engaged. And this is, like, very exciting. I've never been more excited for a, a Bravo couple to get engaged, like... I don't, I've met them. They're very nice. Like, we've said hello. I don't know them. I was, like, more excited yeah. than, like, my best friend getting engaged. Like, my <laughs> best friend got engaged. And I was like, I'm so happy for you. But today I was like, I think I'm crying. Like, this is an exciting time. <laughs> Absolutely.
4: I'm nodding.
1: I mean, no, I get it. I get it. You know, we've been, I don't watch Vanderpump Rules, but I know, like, we've been through it with Tom and Katie. We're Jackson, happy. Brittany just happened. Mm-hmm. So, for it to be Stassi, who is, like the crown jewel of that series yeah. is well, very and, exciting. She's, and
3: she's much more chill now because Bo is like, kind of centered her. So it's, like, very, it's very much, like, an exciting thing. And we had talked about this last week that we thought we were wondering if they were getting engaged in, my, or, uh, in Vegas because they were there last week for Tom and Katie's second wedding because they originally didn't get married officially the first time. Yeah. So they're in Vegas, and we're like, no, I don't know if it would happen. They got engaged at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Cute. Which... I saw, it might sound weird to people, too, who don't know, but Hollywood Forever is, like, an open cemetery where they do, like, movies every Saturday night. They play them on the wall. Like, we, like we've like we gone there before. Yeah. Like, we'll go watch, and, like, you picnic, and you drink, and it's great. It's also, like, a concert location, too, so it's not, like, totally crazy that she would go there to get engaged. Like, it might be weird if it was, like, an actual, like, haunted, like, cemetery that they, like, hopped yeah. the fence or something. Do we know
1: if there was an event going on that?
3: so apparently she put on her story that she thought they were going to go tour mausoleum so there must be some sort of tour that happened yeah i mean why she's really into murder so you know but it's like i think it's like very perfect like he very much like knows who she is i'm just super happy but somebody i'm not sure if she's happy though is Kristen because Kristen, who's the crazy one she's not been in anything she wasn't in vegas she hasn't commented on as of 9.28 p.m. on Wednesday, July 31st, Kristen has not commented and congratulated Stassi and Bo on their engagement, which leads me to believe a rift has happened. There is drama. Kristen is out of the group. Now, she was there yesterday, though, which is a WeHo wine group that's her, Katie, and Stassi, but there's only one picture of them circulating around. Like, even in her stories, they're, they're barely there, so someone needs to figure out what's going on.
1: You mean Kristen's no longer on the show, is your theory? Or she's out she, on the outs with the friend group?
3: Outs with the friend group, which then will lead her to not be on the show because she was already teetering that line last season. Like if she doesn't fuck someone's husband this season, no, I yeah. You laugh, but I'm serious no, because she it. fucked Jack's. Like if she doesn't fuck someone's husband, she's not getting that fr- she's not getting any credits this season. So I'm worried about her. We need Kristen, but we need crazy Kristen. She's broken up with Carter too, or they could be back together, or she could be with somebody else. Nobody really knows. But like, bring the crazy back. That's all I'm saying. And then typical Jack's fashion too, he has to make it all about him. So he's now taken to the comments and been like, Patty Stanger was like, I've never been more excited. And he's like, that really hurts Patty. And, like, then posted a a selfie of him. So they're all tonight now having an engagement party at Lisa Vanderpump's house. So she's throwing, like, an engagement dinner. Everybody's posting how excited... Jack posts a picture of just himself by the pool being like, congratulations, friends. So that's just, like, where we're at there. Um,
1: Does Lisa let them into her house often? That's hard for me to imagine as the Vanderpump crew... At Lisa's house,
3: I think because they give Lisa such a level of respect. Like Lisa is very much like a maternal figure there. Like I've always been saying, like she should be off Beverly Hills and she should just be featured in Vanderpump. So I assume that they're filming tonight, and so that's why they're there. But. Like they worship her, yeah. So I think that she's just like, yep, come do it I here. Mean, especially- they
1: need to if they want to exist,
3: exactly. Except for Kristen because she's very much was fired season one, but has still managed <laughs> to be around. She told the manager to suck a dick. Yeah, like, the best thing. Um, let's see what else. Okay, something we you wanted to talk about? Yes, Housewives Fiber One commercial music video, all this nonsense.
1: This is outrageous.
3: I mean, but iconic.
1: Iconic, instantly <laughs> iconic. So the title of the video is "Good Work," mm-hmm. and we have a collection of five housewives.
3: So let's—I was wanted to go through and discuss what work they've had done.
1: Okay. So and I then, thought right? I was trying to
3: figure out. Like I was thinking about it. So you give me like let's go through. You, I think I feel like you have it written down somewhere. I didn't write it down. We have Dorinda. Yeah.
1: Okay, we have Dorinda. Uh huh. Tamra. Ugh. Yeah, Sonia, Uh Portia, and Melissa Gorga.
3: Okay, so we know Melissa Gorga. We know. So I'm assuming across the board we've got boob jobs all over. Oh, absolutely. Probably two times over, whatnot. Sure. Would you say
1: Dorinda has a boob job? No. I think so. Yeah.
3: I feel like Dorinda got, like, a boob job, like, 10 years ago. Like, her, yeah. they're not new boobs. Yes. Like, maybe she needs a tune-up. I don't know. I've never really actually seen it. I mean, they're Dorinda's always chest. hidden
1: under, like, a wacky sweater, yeah. so I can't really tell what's yeah, going
3: on. Yeah, exactly. Out. I was going to say, like, I, we never really see Dorinda's chest, but I have to just, I'm just going to assume, because what other work has she done? Like, I feel like she has, like, I don't think she's had a nose job. No. I can't imagine she's had a tummy tuck, so I'm going with, like... Maybe tightening of the face and like 100%. some injectables, yes. but like,
1: but that's all of them.
3: Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna say boob job for Dorinda. Okay, that's my. Thought. I'm on
1: board with that. Okay,
3: let's go, Sonia. Sonia, boob. again. Boob we're saying we're saying boob job across the board. Boob yeah, job ever? across
1: the board. Fillers across the board. Yes,
3: we've seen Sonia do like the freezing of the fat on. Yeah. We've seen that. I assume she's probably. I feel like Sonia's probably had a tummy tuck at some point. Yes. Her nose is too distinct for a nose job. I don't think no. she's done a facelift yet.
1: I could go either way. I, mean.
3: <laughs> but I think I think Sonya's actually one of the most stunning people. I mean, actually, watching this music video, I'm like, holy shit. All these yeah. women are so gorgeous. Like, even when we were watching um, the Beverly Hills reunion, I was like, okay, HD is harsh, and we're seeing yes. everything. But they look amazing still. Like, just proves to go, like, proves to you that, like... You're not ugly, you're just poor.
1: Yes. And <laughs> I've, had, I've had text conversations before with Courtney when I was like, like, I was like,
3: um, you're fine.
4: <laughs> um, I'm
1: blanking. Uh, Ramona is like an elder woman, right? But she looks <laughs> so fresh all the time. So and all fresh. we do is watch these people on television, like, getting plastered every night, like, dehydrating themselves, Mm -hmm. taking shit care of themselves, (laughs) and then they look radiant the next day as elderly women. It's just like, Like I can't wrap my head around it. They've
3: looked better on me in their hungover state like, and I've never looked, like, yeah. I've never, even in my best look, have yeah. not looked that good. I'm like, this is Like, insane. at a
1: friend's wedding with a hair and makeup team. Yeah,
3: exactly. I'm like, I have a glam squad. I'm like, okay, you somehow made me even uglier. But, like, that's besides the point. But <laughs> Okay, so let's do, okay, Portia. Portia's definitely had a boob job. Yes. I feel like she's had um, injectables in her butt.
1: Yes. Like, Absolutely. When she went in her,
3: like, Tatiana stage, you know, and yes. she was, like, the Princess of Thoughtland. Yes. Is that what it was? The Princess
1: of Thoughtland.
3: <laughs> like, I would say that. Anything else you think? Maybe
1: just some, like, light fillers in her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No major work. I mean, she's so young. She's Isn't so young. She... She's, she's, like, she's thir- one of the youngest. I think she's, lives. like,
3: 36, maybe 37. Yeah. yeah, I think she's relatively young. And then Mosa Gorga.
1: We know she's had multiple nose jobs. Multiple.
3: She's had one of, the, like, I think Mulsa Gorga's actually. Top, in my top three of most beautiful housewives, but, like, yes. most beautiful housewives with, like, a lot of work. Yes. But I would just say nose job for her. Do we think anything else?
1: Other than the baseline things we've yes. discussed. Yeah, yeah. I would say just nose job.
3: And then Tamara... Ugh. I wish she'd get a lobotomy. <laughs> like, that's the one thing I wish she'd get. Like she's, there. we know she's gotten rid of her t- of her belly button. Yeah, she doesn't have that. Belly
1: buttonectomy. <laughs>
3: yeah, she's done that. She's gotten her boobs. She got a facelift, right? Or was that just her mom?
1: I can't remember now.
3: Like her mom definitely had yeah. one. I want to say that Tamara had one as well because I remember seeing her. I, yeah, she definitely has because we saw like bandage like be- previous yes. to last season. I she spent to. way
1: too much time around Doctor Dubrow not to have had
3: yeah for sure yeah. So she's had I, be- I believe she's had a facelift. I'm thinking that might be it, which is still a lot. Yeah. But so okay, so that's I want to go through that. But okay, let's go through the like let's talk music video now.
1: So, um, what did you think of their outfits?
3: I kind of loved it. Yeah, I kind of was like it was giving me like. Cha Cha Di Gregorio vibes from Greece. Yeah. Like, I want, like, they were in their, like, racing, like, outfits and their, like, uh, sequins everywhere. I was like, I kind of want one of these. Yeah. Greece, but only to wear on Fourth of July. Yeah. <laughs> Like it was one of
1: those. I watched the music video at like five thirty in the morning, so like very groggy. First thing I did, first thing I did was watch. <laughs> did
3: you watch it with your boyfriend next to you, or did you have no? Least I go was. That I interview? had the
1: courtesy of watching it in the next room, <laughs> but it was sent to me, and I was like, I have to watch this immediately. Um, clearly, they're playing factory workers in this music video, but okay, I, was I did so, not connect that. Yes, but I was well because Dorinda has like a megaphone and stuff, so I was like. But my first thought was like they're wearing like blue and red outfits. I got like. Like collegiate dance troupe oh, was my oh, first so it was, but
3: it was like a mechanics supposed to be yes. more of a mechanic outfit yes okay and I, then that went straight over my on head on the
1: mechanic thing my second thing was like are they like aircraft marshals like <laughs> landing planes like what's happening here um but yes i i love the outfits it was very funny um and what, did you,
3: what did you think about the fact that the main singers were porsche who can sing mm-hmm and Melissa yeah I was like wow like we couldn't get any like I was so curious of how they picked these housewives right because it was like we couldn't ask Candy yeah right (laughs) we couldn't ask like who else is there like I mean I guess it's like Sonia never had a single Dorinda never had a single and I was like at least throw Dorinda in there and let her do a yeah right like give it that
1: would have been adorable like
3: give us some of that which she's also by the way offering classes now She's taking it on the road. Oh yeah. I'm into it. I mean, I think she's just sticking around New York and the Berkshires, but if you guys are around, you should try to get I into I would one
1: hundred percent do that if I was visiting New York.
3: Like she really her and Luann should get together and she should do an aerobics class first and then into Luann's cabaret.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Kay. That's brilliant.
3: I mean, there's so many there's so many avenues of what could happen. But like Durinda can't sing, Sonia can't sing, and then Tamra, it's like
1: well, really, Portia, Melissa, Gorga, and Sonia were like the stars of the video. They got like yeah. the most screen time. Yeah. Portia and Melissa were singing, um, mm-hmm. and they looked they looked great. Yeah, um,
3: Melissa knows her angles. Yes. like she's learned. <laughs> she's but they're learned.
1: also not. They they also take themselves too seriously as like pop stars. I think. Yeah. To really bring the camp and comedy necessary for a music video like, about plastic surgery that's trying to sell digestive brownies.
3: Yeah, I mean, I was like, is Rina unavailable? Yeah. Where's Kelly Dodd? <laughs> like, I feel like these are the yeah. ones that I needed to see in the video. Like, couldn't you, could you imagine, like, Rina just being like, you gotta own it, baby. Yeah, like, oh she's just saying yes. something. Like, I'm like... This is a missed opportunity. Yeah. Slash, I'm still very much into this.
1: Oh yeah, I think actually, I mean, Sonia did the best in my opinion because <laughs> anything Sonia does, you know, turns to gold. She was pitch perfect. She was ridiculous, Sonia, Sonia Morgan. Exactly but, yeah, what we needed. She's campy. She's F- the she's, camp. She's yeah. the camp that we mm-hmm. need for this music video. And then Tamara just showed for a cameo. Said, um, "That's she's my a opinion." Bitch, yeah. Uh, which was funny. Which was a funny callback.
4: I still um, hate her. But and yes.
1: then Dorinda. <laughs> as much as I love Dorinda, I could watch Dorinda all day. If New- Real Housewives of New York just devolved into watching Dorinda like going into different cheese shops in her neighborhood, I'd still watch it
3: with Melinda as a secondary character. Yes, Melinda. Dorinda and Melinda
1: in <laughs> yes. the cheese shops. Um, I want, but like, an is, odd
3: couple show starring the two yeah, of them.
1: <laughs> but it, she is such a bad actress, and we've seen this so many times through all those... The Hustle. The, the, <laughs> the Hustle advertisements and whatever. Secret yeah. Life of Pets 2, I don't even... I can't even keep track of what they've advertised <laughs> yes, at yes. this point. But she's Baywatch, such a bad actress that it just sucks all the air out of the room.
3: Yeah, which, Didn't she yell, like, she yelled, like, make it nice! nice. And it's like, okay, we've got another, like, other, like yeah. she, she probably refuses to say Giovanni and anything. She's like, I'm not doing that. That is not what's happening. Like, Yuck. oh, God. Yeah, it was... It was a lot. But also, it gave me, like, these vibes. Like, remember when Bravo used to do Summer by Bravo? Ugh,
1: those were the best. And they
3: would show... It would be all the shows that were coming up, and they'd have one star from, like, every... At least one star from every show. And they'd do, like, a circus act or, like, a beat... Everybody's at the beach Beach. or whatever it was. Yeah. And so it felt very much... I was like, this is, like, what we're missing when the housewives combine.
1: Absolutely.
3: Now, don't think you won't be leaving my house today without a fiber one bar. (laughs) Because...
1: (laughs) I can't wait. If
3: you recall, guys, they sent... I assume they're sending it to Mary, but, again, she's on vacation, so we don't know. But they sent us a box of Fiber One on the day that the music video was released. I was like, wow, this marketing team is awesome. Like, they killed it. Like, that's so smart because we're all going to, like, everybody that got it is going to open it. And we're going to, like, put it on our stories, you know, like Smart Marketing. And I open it, and it says, Danielle and Casey. And I was like, oh, that's bitch sesh. (laughs) And so I'm like, do you think they got ours?"
1: I wonder. Or
3: has everyone's just been like Danielle and Casey, and they just sent it to everyone? And Maybe I was like, "That the
1: one box." But
3: listen, I already ate one, and it yeah. was delicious. It was the mint chocolate one, delicious, and oh, I awesome. didn't po- and I didn't poop my pants, so <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like it's a win all
1: around. Yeah, win
3: win. <laughs> any any other comments about Fiber One? <laughs>
1: they make a great product keep keep sending Courtney those um, (laughs) brownies
3: I mean yeah regardless
1: of who you think she is and
3: that's not even our ad of this week yeah but before we get into the shows I'm going to go over our ad of this week so that we can talk and then we can dish so our ad this week we are sponsored by Native Deodorant and you might have heard us talk about this a couple of weeks ago Native is amazing. It's your supplement to, like, whatever regular deodorant you're using. It's all natural. It's really um, the ingredients. It's fewer, simpler ingredients. You know everything that's in the deodorant. All the words, like, actually make sense on the back of it. So that's really exciting when you can read it like that. They have over 8,000 five-star reviews, and they've been featured in almost everything, like the Today Show, Women's Health, L. So people are definitely loving this, as am I. I got the lavender and rose scent, and I've been using this before. They were even sponsors, and I had used the coconut and vanilla one, but this time I'm trying trying the lavender and rose. It smells delicious. I am somebody, let's get TMI here, but, like, I sweat a lot, and this deodorant has actually been, like, really helpful, and I just like that it's so natural, too. Um, And then if you guys are into it, you can subscribe and save 17% where they basically will just send it to you every, you know, however often you ask for it. It'll come straight to your to your doorstep. And if you use uh, the code TJG, you'll get 20% off of your first purchase. And you can visit nativedeodorant.com. I wish Mary was here. She's always our speller. But it's N-A-T-I-V-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. And again, that's promo code TJG that you can use during checkout for 20% off of your first purchase. Again, native deodorant. I love it. If you guys are looking like if you're at the end of your stick, go ahead and just try this. It'll be shipped directly to you. You don't even have to go to the store.
2: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile. We like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot.
0: I used to be one of those people who thought they didn't have time to prioritize wellness, but I recently came across Allo Moves, and now my whole mindset has changed. The app makes it super easy to keep a wellness routine and keep you on track. They have everything in one place. There's yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, and so much more. They have everything from beginners to advanced. Allo Moves has a uh, flow classes that will fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending what you're feeling that day. And if you're trying to get in a good sweat, they have award-winning workout classes from sweat-inducing yoga flows, HIIT classes, or Reformer Pilates workouts with or without weights. Those HIIT classes are a challenge, but I also love that I can decide if I want to do, um, a 10-minute class, a 20-minute class. I like to do like three 10-minute classes. They go by super fast and all of a sudden it's like, wait, I've done 30 minutes of working out. They also have um, a lot of things for stress relief, meditations, affirmations, face yoga, dry brushing, journaling, just getting you to have a quiet moment to yourself. And when it comes to sleep, it's just as important as fitness and nutrition. Um, Ever since I watched The Art of Sleep on Aloe Moves, I'm falling asleep faster, and staying asleep longer. I can't recommend Allo Moves enough. It's so much in one place. Also obsessed with the healthy recipes. Um, unlock your personal wellness routine with Allo Moves. Go to allomoves.com now and use code TJG for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code TJG, allomoves.com code TJG. I'm so mad I didn't know about quince a long time ago. It's Q-U-I-N-C-E. It is beautiful, luxurious items for the right price. You can get a 100% cashmere sweater for $50. Beautiful, wears well, I'm obsessed. Has many different colors like camel, black, grays, gorgeous, gorgeous stuff. Also, you guys, they have 14 karat gold jewelry. I'm obsessed. I wear their puffer jacket. I wear their linens. Their linens are beautiful. They also even have sheets. Um, The best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. It's like Jenny K vibes for my wallet. Um, They partner directly with um, top factories and Quince cuts the cost out with the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And literally you need to start shopping there. It's it's luxury, unbeatable prices. You can indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash judgy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's dot com slash judgy to get free shipping in 365 day returns. I mean, This is like if you want to elevate your wardrobe and you can get a whole new wardrobe for an affordable price with Quince. Basic, beautiful stuff. Um, I can't recommend them enough. Go to quince.com slash judgy you guys need to check out this brand. It's called Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y. It is all designed in Canada, and these products are truly made to enhance any space and provide a source of comfort. It is really that thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living at a very affordable price. Cozy products are affordable, allowing Americans to purchase high quality products at a very fair price. Um, They offer great value to its customers and it's a direct to consumer business structure. Also, their customer service is exceptional. It's created around the customers from product design to assembly. Cozy offers an effortless shopping experience to make people feel supported so you can see the product in your space in augmented reality and you can customize the product to your taste. Um, Also, you can like add on modules to your sofa. So like if you're a Apartment and then you like move to the burbs and you have your dream house and you need to add onto your couch. You can do that with Cozy. The delivery is fast and free, and the assembly is truly a breeze. And the products are carefully designed for durability. Transparent your living space today with Cozy. Visit coze and start customizing your furniture. I love it. It's thoughtfully designed furniture, made for modern living visit cozy.com now. If there was an overachieving credit card that helps you build credit, this would be it. And when your credit's good, your future is good. You guys have to check out the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. This was on Salt Lake City in the Bahamas. Monica was using it. There is no annual fee interest, or credit check to get started. You are building credit using your own money. And by the way, you can get a checking account too. There's a lot of um, benefits You can get paid up to two days early with your direct deposit. If you open up a qualifying direct deposit, you can access your money sooner. They even have a fee-free overdraft. It's called SpotMe. So you can overdraft up to $200 without fees with the SpotMe when you set up your qualifying direct deposit. You just set up the qualifying direct deposit, sign up for the Spot Me and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. They have access to 60,000 plus um, fee-free ATMs. That is more than the top three national banks combined. So start building your credit, open a Chime checking account with at least a $200 qualifying direct deposit to get started. Get started at chime.com slash judgy. That's chime.com slash judgy. The chime credit card visa credit card is issued by the bank corp bank na or stride bank na member of fdic out of network atm withdrawals and over-the-counter advance fees may apply call one 6363 for details late payments may negatively impact your credit score results may vary early access to direct deposit funds depend on your payer spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits do apply
3: Okay, so now that we are moving on to things, what would you like to talk about first? So I think we should address either Beverly Hills or Southern Charm, and then we're also going to do, and I'll post the link to this, but with Real Housewives of Orange County starting next week, we are going to do the, Bravo has posted the 10 Ultimate Real Housewives of Orange County Moments, and we're going to go over those, give our opinions, and then we're also going to give them some misses that they, they didn't put on their list, but I think what we should do is start with Beverly Hills. Let's do it. Okay. It's like what were your, what are your initial thoughts? Like I'm sad the season's over because I like the Beverly Hills ladies, but I'm happy the season's over because nothing happened. Yeah,
1: this was a very exhausting season.
3: Exhausting and it's like what are what like the reunion had more happening in it than I feel like the entire season did.
1: Oh, abs- oh, absolutely! With um, Camille's whole like breakdown was more dramatic than probably anything.
3: Now, would you say that uh, was a Kelly Ben breakdown or breakthrough? <laughs> Because I was like, what's happening here? Like, it just started off with a bang because last week she was unzipping and getting out of her gown to get the mic off. And then this week we kind of start with that. And I felt like she was, like, very much Shannon Bedore. Like, you will all see the truth. Like, she was, like, freaking out. And, like, Andy literally had to come down and, like, calm her down. Yeah. Like, it was
1: wild. Well, first of all, I want to say... Denise never said that she curses at her children. She says that she said that she screams at her children. There's a difference there.
3: But does it also matter? I guess it
1: doesn't. Like
3: I was thinking about this, I was like, what does it matter if she did like curse at her children? Like that's like her way of yeah. parenting, and like everybody laughed about it after the fact. But I thought it was actually weird that she was saying, You called my daughter a liar or whatever, and I was like, yeah. whoa, we've misconstrued this completely.
1: Yeah, I, I think there's just too many, too many layers of misunderstandings she, going on.
3: Her life has been really dense.
1: Yeah, I mean, really <laughs> dense. I love that. I love that wording. Is it terrible that it was only like three episodes ago that I realized when Camille said that she lost her assistant that he died? I thought he just like she just he, lost like him as in like he quit on her.
3: <laughs> she like lost her. She's like, we went somewhere and he never like my 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 friends isn't working. Like I can't find Scott. No, Scott died.
1: I mean I R&B. on one hand I feel sorry for Camille because she does have way too much going on. On the other hand, why are you on this fucking reality show if your life is in shambles? Like the woman yeah. I think the woman is clearly unhinged right now.
3: Yeah. But also I even said this to you while we were watching, like, I think I'm team Camille. <laughs> And I say this not because Camille is an amazing human, but I was like, you know what, Camille's really, everyone's saying like, oh, she's like a wishy-washy, like playing both sides. But I was like, no, she's the only one who brought it. Everybody else put up a wall and they were like, I'm not going to talk about X, Y, and Z. And like, even when Camille was off stage and they were all chatting, Kyle was like, this is so weird. This is awkward. I don't like this. Oh, God, like here she comes. And I was like that's mean girl. Yeah. Like I felt like it was like, they are kind of bullying her. Like Denise was just like, what the fuck is happening? And like, I felt like she was like, Camille, do you need a minute to go off stage? And you could tell Andy was like, shut the fuck up Denise. Like if she goes off stage, those yeah. cameras better follow her again. Like he was like, no, the drama stays here. Teddy's like, whatever Kyle said. And Erica was just like, like, er- Rina was like, oh, you need a hug. Let me give you a hug. And then Erica was saying, don't yell. Yeah. And I was like, or Camille, and then Dorit's like, just because I have bankruptcy problems doesn't mean you need to put them on TV. <laughs> like, I felt like I was like, what's happening? Like, this is... Yeah. So that's, but that's why I'm team Camille, because I feel like yeah. she was the one that, she at least made it entertaining for
1: us. Yeah. I feel like I need to sleep on a little bit to determine <laughs> if I loved the comeback of Camille. Like I said, like, first season of Real Houses of Beverly Hills is when I, like, really seriously started watching Real Housewives where Mm -hmm. I watched every episode of every season. I mean, I dabbled in New York and Atlanta before that, but Beverly Hills was like when I really got into it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Camille was one of my first housewives. She was like the epic villain of season one. And back then, I think that I always gravitated towards liking whatever housewife just like pissed everybody off. Right, right. And I really loved that about Camille. So I have to decide, you know, in this, in this summer of reboots and remakes, I have to really think about if, you know, I've been calling for a, a return of Camille to, like, fuck some shit up, and she came back and she you, did it, and yeah. I, I have to really, like, ruminate on if I'm satisfied with now, it. Now, would
3: you say this season of Camille was a remake or a sequel? Ooh. I know.
1: Remake or a Sequel
3: because it was like even Kyle said like this is season 1 Camille times 10.
1: Yeah. It's like it's like when they they had Charlie's Angels and they went to Charlie's Angels full throttle. This is oh. Camille full throttle.
3: Okay. <laughs> I like that, yes, that's 100%. Camille was full (laughs) throttle, 100%. Like, she just was like, if I hurt you, I'm sorry, I truly am, and everyone was like, kind of like, okay, Camille, like, everyone I felt was like just pandering to Mm -hmm. her, and just being like, it's just been hard, like, I have no home, it's like, Camille, I'm pretty sure you also have six homes. Yeah. Like, you still have a Malibu house, which I get, it's devastating to, like, I... I could not imagine, like, your house burning down, but I also feel like it's, like, first world problems, like, I have nowhere to live, it's like, but, you do? Yeah. You do? I don't know. She's
1: got that medium money stacked away somewhere.
3: Oh, yeah, and she's got, oh, and I, they don't, they did not sign a prenup.
1: No, Like, she's
3: she's rich AF, like, she probably could be the richest one there, except for Mauricio agency money, but he's in a, they're in lawsuits, so who knows? Okay, then also, what did you think about, so I just, I mean, again, there was like so much that happened, but I thought that some things were, that were interesting was, I love that the editors brought the advice for a traveling housewife. <laughs> yes, and it was like, one, always stick to your budget, we had to watch, and I was like, this yeah. is actually, this should be for Dorit though, stick yeah. to your budget, Dorit.
4: Yeah. And
3: they again tried to play, play the game that they flew private from LA to Bahamar, but again, they flew commercial to Florida. And then private from yeah. Florida to Bahamas. <laughs> I was like, okay. And then we just, and then we talked about how Provence. That's where Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner got yeah. married. And then what was the next thing after? What other trip did they have? Was that just the two trips they did? I think and so. camping and camping and camping where they spent like seven hundred and fifty dollars at the grocery store, which is wild. Always pack light.
1: Yeah. It was a cute little montage, but I also felt like it was just such a generic Real Housewives montage of like, (laughs) it was literally like... The song Chic Say La Vie, like, Gems, Jets, Silhouettes,
4: <laughs> Champagne in the
1: Sky. Like, they were just showing us they, those things, they literally. constructed Chic yes. Say
3: into, like, a, into its own montage. Speaking
1: of which, um, I don't know if you were a 30 Rock watcher. Yes. But Denise Richards had a part on 30 Rock. She was in an episode. Oh, yeah. And she was, like, the president of the Dumb Celebrities Society or something, playing Blaster herself. Part. Um, and they cut to her at one point, they cut to her and she was doing a Countess Luanne parody. I don't know if you remember this. I
3: don't remember the detail. It was a very
1: quick cutaway, but the song was called "J'adore La Piscine.
3: <laughs> I love so, the and cool. It was
1: a, yeah. And it was a parody of, <laughs> it was a parody of Chic C'est La Vie, and she'd just be like.
3: Wait, this is amazing. Yeah. This is like getting, this is like Inception. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm going to find that video. I will try to post it tomorrow. That's I think amazing. in
1: the world of D-listers, it's just like, you know. The snake eating its own tail.
3: Well, so Denise is also, so you know they're doing that reboot of 90210. Yeah. They're shooting in Vancouver. Denise is appearing in that. And now this is probably like a dumb question. Was she in the original 90210? I have this like weird memory that she married Luke Perry.
1: Rebecca Gayhart married Luke Perry. Oh
3: my God, her Rebecca (laughs) (laughs) Gayhart.
1: Rebecca Gayhart keeps coming up on this podcast. I
3: mean, they kind of look alike.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
3: Denise must have, because I think it would be weird for her to be in the reboot, right? As not... She must have... Maybe she was in, like, the... Somebody will tell us, I'm sure. Okay. (laughs) But I'm like, she's shooting there. And so people have been saying, like, maybe Tori Spelling should be the next, like, Beverly Hills housewife. But I don't think I want her drama with Dean.
1: No. She's too... I don't, I didn't think I could say that there's somebody too messy for Real Housewives, but I think Tori Spelling's too messy for Real I Real agree. Housewives. I think
3: we've seen her on too many reality shows yeah. that, like, and we, like, had to watch her pain of being, like, cheated on multiple times. And, I'm like, I can't take one of those, like, cheating scandals. Like, I yeah. can't do it. Like, it makes me too sad. Do you have any recommendations for who you think should be joining in the future cast?
1: Who do I think should join in and the future And
3: do you think cast? that any of the cor- current cast will be removed? So besides LVP, obviously
1: LVP, um, I don't think, I don't think we'll be seeing Camille again. I think she's done her damage. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think Erica could kind of go either way.
3: Yeah. She like really people love
1: line. Erica, but I don't know what else she has to give us. She hasn't given us already.
3: You're right. Cause she doesn't, yeah. she, she teeters that line of being in the storyline, but not really yeah. like what did, what did she do this year that was on her own? We saw one show at the Globe in downtown.
1: Yeah, and but we're not even really following her on the tour bus or anything. Yeah,
3: I was like, why are we not on the tour with her? Exactly. I want to be there. I want. I'm like, I don't care if we have to fly all the Housewives out to like Omaha, Nebraska. Like, take us there.
1: Kyle went to Mykonos last season.
3: Yeah, you're so right. And that was that was like peak Erica. I wanted that. Yes. Like I wanted more of that. Give me, give me more. Give me more. Give me more.
1: (laughs) So um, I'm just going down the couch. Yeah. So Rina's definitely a lock to come back. Kyle, one hundred percent lock to come back. Teddy's in that weird space because she is best friends with Kyle now, so she's naturally going to be with her. So like, a they might as well make her a housewife, but also Teddy's not bringing anything. She's
3: bringing accountability.
1: Yes, <laughs> she's the moral compass of the group.
3: She is. I yeah. I would because I had said too. I think. Teddy will be gone, but Mary's with you. Like, no, she's, she's like a, we need them to be friends. So, but I'm like, do you bring in, okay, so something I thought was interesting, I thought it was interesting, and we'll talk about the montage also, but they are talking about the goodbye Kyle stuff. Did you not find it interesting that Kyle said Kathy Hilton was at LVP's house for dinner while Ken was making fun of the goodbye thing?
1: Oh, that was weird.
3: Like, she's like, my sister Kathy was at LVP's house, and they were laughing about it. I'm like your sister, like, you guys have no loyalty to yeah. each other. Like, I thought that was, like, really interesting that they that she was at their
1: house. That is really strange. Are you a person who thinks that Kathy Hilton should be on the show or no? Uh,
3: I want Kathy. I don't want Kim anymore. Like, Kim is no. too messy, and I, I don't like to see, like, the watching the, down, watching the downfall of these women, like, whether it's a takedown, like, LVP store, sort of deal, I'm okay with if they're mentally okay. Yeah. But, like, Kim is not mentally okay that we should not be putting her in that situation.
4: Yeah.
3: Kathy, I would be curious to see what it's like inside the Hilton house, like, with Paris and Nikki and, like, but I think she could also have her own show. True. True. Like, I could watch that.
1: Yeah. And I think she would want her own show where she could kind of control how much she gives away. Yeah, exactly. I don't think she wants to give her life up to Bravo when they can kind of show anything.
3: I've been campaigning for Nicolette Sheridan to join.
1: I'm 100% behind that idea.
3: I mean, I think it's like a stunt casting, but I think the show could use any sort of stunt casting at this point because we need
1: it. So, um... I'm a physical therapist. That's what I do. I work in physical therapy. And when I was moving to LA, my mom was like, oh my God, you're going to have so many celebrity clients like Nicolette Sheridan. <laughs> the one.
3: Your mom's a big Desperate yes. Housewives fan or Michael Bolton fan?
1: Big Desperate Housewives fan. I think that's the level of celebrity she expects me to work with. Nicolette Sheridan.
3: Is she one of your clients? No, she's not. <laughs> So you're not even yeah. there yet. Soon, soon. soon. If she joins, she might yeah. need to Just stretch put out and do
4: that.
1: Put out good energy into the universe. Yes. Um, I kind of... So let's go back down the line. Mm-hmm. Dorit definitely coming back. She Denise, needs the money. Yeah, she needs the money. <laughs> she makes for great television. And then um, Denise, I definitely think she'll be back. I think... The fan response has been great to Denise. The only reason she wouldn't come back if she didn't want to yeah. for some reason. Like,
3: yeah, if she just was, like, over. But it's, like, yeah. we had an E! show with her, and there was tons of Irv. Irv's her dad. Yeah. I want more Irv. Like, I love having Aaron, but I need Irv as, like, yes. Irv should be the moral compass that Teddy's trying to be.
1: Absolutely.
3: This is, I mean, maybe we just make him a housewife. Is it time for our first male <laughs> yeah. housewife? And just throw Irv just Irv in holding
1: there? a diamond. I love
3: that. I love it.
1: Um, I kind of want to see some fresh blood, maybe like maybe some just rich women who aren't necessarily celebrities. As much as I love myself,
3: and maybe maybe it's also D-list bringing celebrity. in like maybe it's bringing in like two friends. Yeah, two friends who are like yeah they're rich 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 rich. We don't know anything about them, but they come in together so that there's already like a pair, so they feel like you know they're not going to be ganged up on, and then that's like what we throw into the mix.
1: Yeah, I like that. I we'll like have that to idea. we'll
3: have to think of who. Okay, but that LVP and Kyle montage, I was like, this is exciting. Like, bringing us back to season one, taking us through the timeline of them being friends, and then just, like, watching, like, what, it was like a roller coaster. Like, okay, we're getting up to the top, we're getting up to the top. And then it just, like, dropped with, like, Bobby Fischer and yeah. <laughs> But I couldn't stop focusing on their faces.
1: Oh, right. It was like... Uh, watching season one clips is like watching the Snapchat filter come (laughs) off when you're using your phone. It's like all of a sudden you see, you really realize all the work they've had done since season one and how they're not now just walking Snapchat filter faces.
3: I mean, now granted again, they look, they, I thought I was like, whoa, like she, nine years ago, like. She looked amazing. Yeah. Like, not that she doesn't look great now. Again, it's been nine years. So, like, obviously we age, and the older we are, we age faster. I get it. But, like, I was like, whoa, she's like a different person. Kyle's had the glow up. Yes. Like, LVP started off as like a 10, and I feel like maybe now it's like a 9. Let's just say it. Kyle was like.
1: I mean, it's been 10 years. Yeah,
3: exactly. But, like, Kyle, I mean, they've had new teeth, they've had new faces, maybe new noses. Like, they look great. But I was like, Just watching that, I'm like, I'm actually really sad that this is how their friendship ended. Yeah. And I just think that it could have been handled so differently. And it makes me sad. And I also was, like, laughing because they're like, LVP is the only one who said these mean things about us, like, calling us pigs and all this stuff. And I was like, Camille's literally on the other couch. Do you guys not remember? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like,
3: you guys, 30 minutes ago, were just, like, getting on her for all the mean stuff she had said at one point.
1: I loved, too, how after Camille's, like, whole emotional breakdown she just sat on the other couch and didn't say a word and then at some point they were like camille you can go now
3: this <laughs> opportunity i even said to you i was like they literally had this whole montage about goodbye kyle and then they're like okay thanks camille and i was like why is nobody showing like goodbye camille like not one person missed that opportunity right? and like that's where i'm like these women aren't funny no and i need some funny like the, what we love about new york is like Sonya, I feel like, would not have missed a beat on that. Bethany no. would not have missed a beat. No. Like, and it, we would be saying it's like Luann too. And Luann would be like, bye, darling, gotta to off to Chicago. We're like, no, Lou, you're not on Chicago. <laughs> like, there's like now there's like a news article from page six that was like, Luann's not gonna be in Chicago because she can't basically sing. Like the whole point was like, yeah, yeah you're we all we is that we knew this. yeah, but Lisa she,
1: Rinna was in Chicago.
3: She was like the Hollywood Can she Bowl sing? version.
1: I feel like she was in Chicago on like it was her and Harry Hamlin. Who's we have to Harry Hamlin? The Richard Gere part.
3: Oh my god. What? We have to look this up. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, I'll Google this while we're while we're still talking. But <laughs> I was like, these women like I just want I want yeah, maybe we need somebody like Denise is almost there. Yeah. Dorit's, like kind of getting there, but like I feel like Sonia would have been like on it. Like, those, that's the difference yeah. between New Yorkers. Maybe like we need more.
1: some comedic actresses. Okay. Some comedic washed up actresses.
3: Like who? <laughs> I camp- Kirstie Alley
1: was the first.
3: Wait, I love that yeah. idea. Yes. Is she a Scientologist still? Probably. Oh, I don't know if we can have that.
1: What's like a Shelley Long doing these oh my God. days? Yes, Shelley
3: Long. Oh my God, True Beverly Hills. This would be great. I'm just naming
1: actresses from Cheers.
3: No, this is, oh, I was like, okay, Modern Family, great one. I was like, what's it, what was Kirstie Alley's show? It was like uh, Veronica's Closet.
1: Oh, Veronica's Closet. Yes, yes. Like,
3: that was great. And It Takes Two with the Olsen twins. Oh, yes. Like, oh, so good. Wait, I love this idea. If you guys yeah. are listening, please screen test Shelley Long and Kirstie <laughs> Alley. Like, we need them. Okay, I also didn't notice, too, that Kyle brought Lisa a gift. Was that said in the first episode? Did we know that? of The reunion?
1: I think so. I remember okay. the Manolo Blahnik box.
3: Okay, I that I, I must have just, like, totally overlooked that. Yeah. And I was like, so Kyle went to Neiman Marcus where she saw Lisa Vanderpump, where she bought the pink belt, but then didn't yeah. give it to her there, and figured she'd give it to her at the reunion as, like, a mea culpa. like. Yes. But then Andy's like... I want to open this, and I love when Teddy said, can we have this for, or you probably want this for the clubhouse, yeah. and I was like, it's kind of a good idea, like, yeah. right next to the bunny.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Just strapped across the bunny's like, chest. Oh,
3: I love that, like a, like a Rambo style. Yeah. I love that. I
1: mean, it, and it was, it was a very signature, like, tacky, yes. not, 2006 pink studded belt.
3: Like, it's like, it was very much of, like, that. that's hot. Era. Yes, like, 100%. <laughs> you would see that on Nicole Richie and Paris Hilton. But it was also very LVP.
1: Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure.
3: Yeah. Um, okay, so then we, we also, like, close with tequila shots for everyone. And Doree says this line that barely you can hear it, but she says, at least it's in the right glass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I at, missed that. And I was
3: like, Doree. Okay, that that was funny. Yes. That's what we need, but you missed the last one. But this was good. And nobody even, like, acknowledged it, but I was like, That was funny. That made me laugh. And then Kyle gives a toast, and it's like, friends, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm just waiting to hear her say, in Beverly Hills. (laughs) Because you know, every tagline is always, in Beverly Beverly Hills, you can do whatever you want when you live in Beverly Hills. (laughs) So I was waiting for that, but we didn't get any of it. Is there anything else you want to say? Like, we had lie detector stuff, which is like, who cares? It was like... Sheree also said she spoke to LVP every day about her brother, but still failed to mention anything about Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy.
1: Um, I did love I did love how deadpan Denise was in responding to Camille. She was just like, "Are you okay? Do you need to Do you need a break for a minute? Do you, do you need to go to the bathroom?" Like, like she, trying to be considerate, yeah. but like so over her at the same time. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, and. I loved Andy going backstage to comfort Camille, and she was holding her dress like, yes. like just like a sexy vixen, like it was a towel, it was like and from her, her like
3: Playboy shoot, like from, from her with yeah. her just big
1: pendulous <laughs> breasts hanging out the top of it. It was ridiculous.
3: It was so funny. He even said, "You almost showed me your boobs, Camille." <laughs> And I was like, I couldn't believe he was able to, like, coax her back out there. Because then they did start a firing squad on her. And I was like, how is she not freaking out? Like, this is worse than it was before. Like, this is, this part is a setup. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're not catching on to that. And he's like, oh, no, you'll be fine. Just go on back out there. Like, I was like, oh, Camille. I want her back, though. Yeah. I want her. She can stick her friend of status. That's fine. But I want her back. Yeah. I think she's, like, kind of a staple to just, like, pop up.
1: Like I said, she's like I loved the original. I'm all, I'm gonna go see the sequel even though it might not be <laughs> what I'm expecting. I'll I'll see Camille the the next reboot with um what's Kristen her name? Kristen Stewart. Stewart.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be Elizabeth Banks character. Yeah. <laughs> right? she, she's uh what's Bosley, Bosley now? Yeah. Anything else you want about uh Beverly Hills as a season in general?
1: Um, no, I'm I'm you know, I'm kinda glad it's over. Yeah. There wasn't that much. It mm-hmm. was just about Lucy, Lucy, Apple Juicy, and Camille. And, and again, that
3: would have been one episode of New York. So it was oh, like, 100%. We need, we need more next season. We need crazy. I, I don't care if you have to give eight diamonds. We need to see the wild. Like, we need Housewives Gone Wild.
1: Absolutely. Okay.
3: So, so let's talk Southern Charm. So this was your first foray into Southern Charm, yes. where you told me, I know the players some. Yes. I don't necessarily know the game, Overall, what were your thoughts?
1: So it's funny because my attitude has kind of been like, I don't want to watch the frat boy shows. I don't want to watch Southern Charm and Vanderpump Rules because I'm afraid it's just going to be a bunch of the kind of guys who I like try to avoid in college. Mm -hmm. But then I ended up watching it and realized like, oh, these are kind of like the preppy, drunk, doughy, white, mm-hmm. hungover guys that I did hang out with in college. <laughs> oh, no. So it almost felt too familiar.
3: <laughs> yeah, they're very much, we like to call them the good old boys. Yes. And granted, there was, so you missed out, there was Thomas Ravenel, who has kids with Catherine. The I'm dead. familiar with okay. t
1: I told you, I know, I know, mm-hmm. I know my history.
3: So let's go, I want to go through the characters. I guess they're actually humans, yes. not characters. But I want you just to give me, like, a few words about them. One word if you want, but you could give me a few words. So we have Shep. Okay. What, thoughts on Shep?
1: Dirty. D- I'm going to just give you my first I like this. This is, like, impression. lightning round.
3: Lightning, lightning round. round. Okay. Austin. Doughy. <laughs> 100%. Craig.
1: Handsome. Uh,
3: you're on the money. You're killing it right now. Um, we had uh, Whitney, who you only got to see for two seconds in the beginning. Unmemorable would be a good word. Unmemorable.
1: <laughs> oh, Whitney, the the guy with the glasses. Yes. Yes. Uh, greasy.
3: Yep. Okay. Great. Cam Cameron.
1: The first note I have is Cameron boring. <laughs>
3: You also said too. Um, there was a shot of her where we saw her with her kid, and then it like went back over to like Austin and his house or something. And what did you tell me?
1: I was like, I got so scared that we were about to go into a scene of just Cameron playing with her kid. And what did we get later that episode? An entire scene that was just Cameron playing with her kid.
4: Like you
3: spoke too soon. You spoke it into existence. Yeah. it was yes. Okay. I also
1: wrote down Palmer is a girl?
3: Question mark. Palmer is a girl, yes. Not a lot of hair, but, you yeah. know, she'll grow into it. Okay, we've got Chelsea.
1: Chelsea. You know, I can't... I really can't tell a lot of the girls apart. Naomi was
3: um, the one. Oh, not Chelsea. On the, um... She's Chel- the one from Survivor. Ch-
1: Chelsea is, um... Un- it, unoffensive.
3: Uh, okay, yes. Um, Naomi, we didn't really get a lot from her, so you don't have to say anything about her. What about Catherine?
1: Um... Catherine is, you know, I feel like you cannot sum up Catherine in one word. <laughs>
3: like an enigma wrapped in a riddle wrapped in cash.
1: <laughs> and you know, I know that Catherine's a very problematic character. The uh, one word that comes to mind is Lohan esque. She oh, gives me low, oh, I was low like, hand vibes. It's like Lohan esque. And i was like, I don't
3: know that word. Uh, like,
1: yes. I, 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 I know she's a problematic character, I think. She's just messy. She, She's, not,
3: she's had a redemption. And so everybody's been rooting for her, especially with things that are happening with Thomas Ravenel. But now she's also in this like dark space to where people, people are like, I don't, you are either love her or you hate her sort of thing. Yeah. And now I think people are starting to teeter of like, do we love her? Do we hate her? We don't really yeah. know because she's just in a dark space.
1: But my my sensibilities just responded very well to her, like, strung-out Priscilla Presley thing that Mm -hmm. she had going on. Yeah. And it was really shocking because there was one point where they had a flashback, and they showed her, and she was, like, a completely different person. Oh, which...
3: Did I mention I don't know. She was in a
1: fight. She was in some sort of fight. Oh, yes,
3: yes. She was talking about chef.
4: Yes. Yes.
1: She, She was, like skinnier, her hair was not a fake red color, and she was just so mu- so much more alive, mm-hmm. which made me think that, like, oh, she's very medicated.
3: Yes. That, well, so again, she... Medicated.
1: Told us, That's another fun yeah, one for Yeah, she Kathy. told us
3: she went to rehab for smoking weed, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that was a thing, yeah. nor do I necessarily believe that, but you know what? We'll go with that story. Yeah. We'll go with the story. Okay, then we've got... Um, Madison,
1: um I'm, first thing that pops in mind is like bachelorette, like she could be a bachelorette contestant she
3: could yes, I yeah. agree, and then we have Danny, uh,
1: the bearer
3: of chlamydia,
1: oh teeth I just <laughs> <laughs> just just think of her teeth,
3: yeah, okay, okay, these are all. <laughs> They're spot on. Yeah. I mean, they're not totally off. Now, after watching tonight, will you continue to watch? Will you go to previous seasons and watch? Will this be a one and done for you?
1: I'm afraid that for the time being, this might be a one and done for me. I mean, it was just a really hard episode to get into, Mm -hmm. I'm also one of those crazy people who's like, oh, if I watch a show, I need to start from the very beginning.
3: 100%, I'm the same. Unless it's, like, a reality show, which is different, rotating cast, that's okay, I can hop in, like, Love Island I'm in, but, like... But,
1: like, I need to know the history of these people.
3: And this one you do, because these people are actually friends. Yeah. Like, same with, like, Vanderpump cast, like, they're actually friends, but it's, like, there's, like, history that dates back before the show, so you need to know all the players.
1: Yeah. But that that's another reason why maybe I found it kinda hard to get into and I kind of alluded to this earlier, but I like I felt like I was just like watching a group of friends hang out. I didn't really get other than maybe like Shep and Catherine, I didn't get like reality star from them. I just I felt like mm-hmm. I'm just watching these people hang out.
3: Yeah. And you also were also watching them on a vacation, which was really strange to me that it was only a two night vacation. Because it took them last week, we saw it, it took them all day. They left Charleston at like five thirty a.m. and they got to their um, house in Steamboat. Yeah. They're in Steamboat, Colorado, Steamboat Springs, whatever it's called. They didn't get there till like eight thirty that night. So it was like an all day full travel to have two nights there. Yeah, it seems kind of like a waste to me. Yeah. And they were, it just was like a lot. So I was, I was not. I don't. I don't know what I'm trying to say anymore just you know as i am here talking always but what i did what i did need is in the beginning of the episode i needed more of don eliza's boyfriend who eliza was the one who's passed on the oh, couch. oh yes
1: yes 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 they
3: tried to build her as a villain this season now i'm kind of like she's just there she's nice whatever yeah. but don i needed more of because he just was like eliza eliza where's eliza eliza oh madison and austin cool you guys are in bed together that's neat <laughs> What do you guys want for breakfast? And they're like, Madison's like, got no shirt on. Austin's like, get out of the room. Like, what's happening? And I just, I really enjoyed him. Yeah. He was the comic relief we needed. Oh, like. yes. Well, now, what did you think about Madison, too? Because Madison, I thought she started the episode off strong. Yeah. I liked how she spoke to Austin at that hot spring. But then obviously, things turned for the worse in the second half of the episode.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, regarding the whole madison and austin situation i would like to quote shep when he said it makes me sick to watch them talk
3: (laughs) (laughs) but what do you think about the fact i kind of believe this yeah that shep wanted her and and austin basically ended up with her
1: okay i can see that this is
3: the second time that would have happened because the first time was with chelsea austin and chelsea used to date okay now, was it serious? We're not sure. Chelsea kind of likes to be, like, aloof with the guys she dates. So we're not yeah. really sure with the level of seriousness. But, like, I could buy this. that she, Because I'm like, I don't think Madison's white trash. Like, like you said, she actually is legit a bachelorette yeah. girl. Like, yeah. she would go on The Bachelorette. Her story would be, I have one son. I got married when I was young. We divorced because we knew we weren't right. But I'm just looking for my true love.
1: Yeah, 100%.
3: And she comes on as the hairstylist, and she does all the girls' hair. But now I think she actually, and she's giving, she has, she posted this picture today. I was like, "You are Jessica Simpson." Yeah, like wild. But I and I think she's gorgeous. But I just feel like Shep. There's something else there because I can't full. Besides what happened once we once we started going through the episodes, like okay, maybe I get it, but I couldn't figure out why they were so against her.
1: Yeah, I'm. I I couldn't. I had a really hard time wrapping my whole head around these people's relationships, so I apologize that I don't have any um, deeper insights.
3: No, it's fine. Did you notice, though, that when they were going to the hot springs, that I believe it was Chelsea that said, cabs are here?
1: No. You didn't hear
3: the Jersey Shore reference? No, but I, I, I love it. I was like, oh, this feels like meta. Yeah. I like that. Okay, Again,
1: snake eating its own tail.
3: And I thought, I, I just thought like Catherine, so you didn't see last week, but Catherine was in an all red jumpsuit last week. Yes. And she's really into this color blocking thing. So then she had her all pink outfit this week, even, including a pink bathing suit for the hot spring. I was into it. Mm-hmm. As was Austin, who apologized to Catherine. So last week they had a weed dinner. Yes. And remember, Catherine went to rehab for, for weed. For weed. Yes. So she was like a little upset by it, but now she's okay. Yeah. Now she's okay. She just made her think about how people treated her when she was on weed. Yeah, that
1: kind of fizzled out really quickly.
3: Yeah, because I also think that she wasn't on weed. Yeah. So that could be what happened. Um, I also noticed, too, that we were, there there's a lot of nipple talk this week. Oh, yeah. But it was yeah. about the men's nipples with Craig having teeny nipples. Yes. And Shep having not fat nipples. What was it? Uh Yes, not fat nipples.
1: Not fat nipples. And
3: watching them, like, when we got these flashback scenes from the night before, I was like, these, have these idiots literally never smoked weed? Like, I felt like watching them, like, they were like, oh, like, I'm hungover. Yeah. And I was like, are we just smoking weed or are we drinking? Now, I know we saw a lot of cans, but I was like, also, like,
1: they probably he- did a little bit of everything.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into that. Um, I mean, I'm into
4: watching them. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Um, and I like, so before we turn on Madison, I did like how she stood up to Austin being like, you don't get to just come over at 11 p.m. because you want to get drunk with your friends, and then that's what I do. That was the same complaint that Chelsea had with yeah. me before. Okay. So I thought, I was like, you know what, Madison's like really standing up for herself, and I think she's right. She's like, we're here in the hot springs. We are going to go back to Charleston tomorrow, and things are going to be different, and I don't want you, to, like, I'm not living that lifestyle. I have a son. Like, I don't want to be in that party lifestyle. And I think we can all relate to this. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't have a boyfriend, but I heard that if you have a boyfriend who likes to party, you either need to accept it or not be with
1: them. And as somebody who has a boyfriend who likes to party, I can attest to that.
3: <laughs> I was waiting for that yeah. drop in. <laughs> okay, then we also discovered, too, when she was talking to him, she said, Austin, you're almost 32. for some reason, I thought he was like 28. 27, 28, so I was very thrown off that he's 31 and they're all still acting like this. I
1: mean they're they live lead their lives like people in their mid twenties. So yes. it's not it's not surprising. Now
3: to me. Shep is almost forty. Really? Yes. Does that shock you?
1: No, I mean it took a it took a moment to sink in, but it it adds up.
3: hmm Yeah. Um, and then Craig, I believe, is like the same age as Austin, maybe a year younger, but like I just love Craig so much. Like, anything he did this episode, I was like, I was so proud of him for talking to Jerry about his pillows. I felt like Craig was very much all of us when he was FaceTiming with his parents trying to explain. 100%. Like, and, I mean, and he looks so cute in his plaid and his backward cap. I was like, oh, Craigie. I
1: I do feel like Craig is the one who's like, side you're on. Like, oh, I can uh, can attach to this person and feel like I'm on the ride with them.
3: Yes, so... Craig has had some freakouts. He's had he's had some rough seasons. Now everybody's like, now we're all... I mean, I've been a Craig supporter since day one, if that's mm-hmm. a surprise. But I think he's had his freakouts. But I think he's a genuinely good person, and he very much cares for his friends. He doesn't even like Madison. He gave Madison his shoes to walk from the house to the house because there was snow. Yeah. What a nice guy. I love him.
1: So I, I, I made a note here. What do you think is more um, egregious? Walking outside barefoot in the snow, mm-hmm. or um, borrowing a loner bin bathing suit.
3: Oh god, that was like that did not surprise me at all that no. that was Shep who did that. I was like, you didn't bring a bathing suit or just do boxers. More egregious of the loner bathing yeah, suit. One hundred percent. So disgusting. I, so, like that's probably how he he probably really got chlamydia from a loner bathing
1: suit. Oh yeah.
3: I mean, okay, let's just go straight into that. Okay. So, so everybody's gearing up to leave. Madison asks Shep to come over, entertain me because I'm sad because basically her and Austin won't be getting back together. And her and Shep start going at it. And they, she's basically saying, Shep, you and Craig are the reason why we're not together because he listens to you. And Shep is like, I'm going to take you on. Like, I'm smarter than you. I'm better than you. Like, I will win any argument. Yeah. And Madison is not about it. She basically was just was like, "Oh, you think so? Oh, you think so." I heard you gave her chlamydia. Yeah. It was like, I knew it was coming because, again, Marriott said she talked to Shep, she like had heard things about this season. This yeah. was like things that we were that I didn't like we didn't want to spoil, but now that it's out there, now we know. Like now we've said it. Yeah. As Camille once said. Um, but it was like, I didn't know that it was to the extent of where he was also going like they were also going to throw Danny under the bus. Do you believe that Shep has chlamydia?
1: 100% yes.
3: <laughs> Do you Remember, th- my
1: word for him was dirty.
3: Yes. Do you think he gave...
1: Not <laughs> that it's dirty to have a sexually transmitted disease, but yes, it kind of... You,
3: <laughs> you don't need to defend... Yeah. Yes, I get it. No, I get it. Now, so Danny and Shep, though, I don't know if there's been a hookup since the show started, but they used to date like a while back. So I don't know if the rumor is that they hooked up recently, and because and then he told Austin because I don't think him and Austin have been friends for that long. Okay. So it's interesting, but I just felt bad for Danny because I felt like it was true.
1: Is this the first time we've ever heard about the chlamydia? Yes. Oh, like okay. it
3: was like that's why I was like, whoa, whoa! I knew it was coming, but I didn't know it was coming. Like, yeah. I was very much thrown off because I we did I did not know that it was going to be the bomb of. Shep gave it to Danny. I thought we yeah. were just going to be like, oh, Shep has chlamydia, which is like, okay. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's not surprising. But so I felt really bad for Danny.
1: Yeah, she was kind of just... Um, she was
3: like the innocent bystander. Oh, innocent bystander, yeah. Yeah, and so I felt really bad for her, and I just felt the way that they were defending, like where they're like, that's not true, that's not true! Who told you that? That's not true! And I'm like, it's true. Yeah. And so then it kind of went throughout the house, and I was like, okay, so Madison plays dirty.
1: Yes, she does.
3: And like, I just think about all the things that I've said to like past boyfriends of like secrets and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, if anybody, like, I would have no friends. I'd be part of the NFL. No friends
4: left. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, I was like, oh man, have you ever accidentally said something that has been told to you in confidence by a significant other?
1: Oh, I mean, I'm sure I have. Have
3: you ever told anybody about their own chlamydia? That no. you knew.
1: <laughs> no. I can't say that I have.
3: I just was like so shocked by this. And then when Austin came in, Austin was like a deer in the headlights because he was like, I, I didn't say that. They're like, you're a liar. Yeah. It was just shocking to me. Yeah. I thought it was shocking. I thought, I, I'm, I'm curious of what's going to happen in the following weeks because I think Madison did feel bad, but she's somebody that like, she will literally, like if you piss her off, she will fuck you over yeah like she won't like clearly yeah but she won't fuck you because you have chlamydia shep but you know she'll fuck you over i just felt like you know and then austin was like trying to console her after the fact and all i kept thinking was, oh my god these people haven't even left to go home yet and they have to get in a bus together even when craig said what did what did craig say he's like oh he goes i i guess we aren't going to be singing happy tunes on the bus ride home (laughs) i was like oh craig God love you. So I'm so curious of like what happens on that trip back because I assume the cameras maybe just like left there. Yeah, and then we went back, and then everybody's kind of doing like the whole repeat of like what's going on. You know, Naomi and Austin. Austin's like giving the replay. Naomi's like, I would never if my boy like my boyfriend would never say any of this stuff. And so I'm like, there's there's a rocky road ahead for Madison and Austin.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Do you, do you how far into the season are we? I'd say this is about halfway. Okay but I actually have no idea how many weeks I've been watching this at this point. It all melts together. When somebody tells me that there's a season finale, I'm like, Oh, already? I'm like, no, I think I've been watching this since January. I'm actually not so sure how long it's been. Um, And then at the end, Austin and Shep start going at it. And I was team Austin because Shep said, do you not ever tell her to shut the fuck up? And I was like, (laughs) If a boyfriend told me to shut the fuck up, I would fuck him up. Oh yeah, like no, like you don't get to speak. And even also, I was like, well, no, because I would never speak to them that way. And I was like, and he said, Shep, this is why you don't have a girlfriend. That and the chlamydia, I think. But like, you know, whatever.
1: Is anybody ever team Shep? Is Shep a character who you're ever on his side? So Shep, it's been a roller coaster with Shep.
3: We started off like season one, like he was just like this like trust fund kid who's super fun, and then. He had like a couple bad seasons. He actually had a show called Relationship that you might have remembered seeing, of course. and it came and it came right after a really bad season for him, so it was a disaster. Yeah. Then he had like a kind of. I would say last season was like kind of redeeming for him because he was helping with Catherine, who was like on the ups, and yeah. so it made him look good. But this season is just like not good for him. He's a fuck boy, but he's like a fuck man because he's you know almost forty. Yeah. And it's a lot, and I just think like. Now, did I laugh when he said, "I still think Madison's white trash. She doesn't fit in. She belongs in a honky tonk bar on a bar stool. That's a saddle talking to Tanya at the end of the bar." I did laugh at that.
1: That's hilarious. But
3: I also think I would be in a honky tonk bar. Oh yeah, and I would love every minute of it. I probably request like little nas though, as opposed to actual country. Yeah. But like, besides the point, I did laugh at that. But I think like, Chef is. This is not going to end well for Chef. No. And we see next week, too, that Madison and Austin are going to be getting back together. And you will not be watching that.
1: No. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys.
3: And I think that's okay. But that was Southern Charm. Um, Mary and I will recap more of it next, next uh, week. Okay, so let's move on. We want to quickly go through. And we don't have to quickly go through. We're just going to go through. Talking... The 10 Ultimate Real Housewives of Orange County Moments that Bravo listed. Now, we're thinking that this is really only until Season 8, but it was a more recent article they posted, so we're just going to go with it.
1: Maybe they're just recycling old material. Yes.
3: Like, it's 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 Real Housewives Ultimate Moments full throttle.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> if you will. Okay. So, I wanted to kind of go backwards, because I think that their number one listed is like the old ult- one of the ultimates for me. Okay. So, number 10... We're going to go with Joe and Slade Breakup. This comes from season one where we had Joe, where she was the French maid, just graduated from SDSU, living in Orange County, not doing anything, and Slade when he was at his ultimate. Yeah. Driving a Hummer, super hot. Now he's just a floozer.
1: Yeah. So I actually started watching Real Housewives of Orange County during season six. Right. That was when we had... Postpartum Peggy, not to be confused with Armenian Peggy.
3: 100th housewife.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, Peggy Thanos. But I was, I yeah, I still watched a, a little bit of Bravo around that time. Mm-hmm. And I felt like at the time they were selling Joe as like the hot ingenue of Bravo, which was kind of weird. They
3: gave her a dating show. And Slade oh, was yeah. picking the dates for her. Wow. Which was like. This, I mean, this was also before all of this great program that we've yes. had over the years. So it was like, I would say this was probably like season two or three where this was like a spinoff of, yeah. which is wild.
1: So part of me was like, oh, what what happened to her? But, of course, um, this this moment really just gave us the, like, I can't believe you broke up with me on a couch.
3: I was like, the couch isn't the, that's what's getting you, not the camera and not the
1: therapist. Not the camera, not the therapist, not the fact that he's even breaking up. She just doesn't like the location of
3: the breakup. A leather couch? You've got to be kidding me. But, Like, like.
1: you want a breakup to be in a very innocuous place because you don't want to have like you don't want it to be an epic moment somewhere special because then you're gonna have bad associations with that place
3: you mean like the guy I was dating broke up with me at one of my favorite places the day before my birthday yeah
1: Yeah. just like that yeah
3: no that didn't sting at all no I've never been back but like I hear it's you know, it closed down at this point, but yeah, that was yeah. that was a little traumatizing. Yeah. I would have taken the leather couch with the therapist. Oh, one hundred percent,
1: and I'm I'm so sorry. For you. <laughs>
3: I mean, I've somewhat recovered. I'm fine. Everything's fine. I'm just twitching a little bit now, and the house is on fire, but I'm okay. Um, I also loved too because this was like epic season one. Like, was such the time of UGG boots,
4: mm-hmm. and so she
3: had her hair in pigtail braids and UGG boots, and I was like, oh man. Just, that was, like, that was the era of, yeah. like, that's hot, like we were talking about before. So it was, like, I just really enjoyed that. Okay, number nine was an epic fight, but there's no video to go with that.
1: Oh, I, is the video there? worked for me.
3: Oh, what was the video for that so one? So the
1: video was, this is, this is actually a classic scene that I had on my mental list of what should be on this. This was okay. the, the Tamra throws wine in Giacchino's face
3: scene. and the
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, first of all, I love the old days of Real Housewives, where like all the old housewives who aren't on the show anymore would actually show up to the parties. Yes,
3: it's the it, finale party. Yes. yes, and
1: you know you could just like point, see them in the background. Like you have Tammy Knickerbocker and yes! Quinn Fry, Quinn! just like
3: wearing some sort of wig. I'm wearing sure.
1: some <laughs> terrible wig. Katie Ross, Katie
3: Ross does that now, but yeah like, by the way. <laughs> oh,
1: Lord. Um, but it felt, you know, I love it felt very like Avengers Endgame, Real Housewives yeah. finale. It was amazing.
3: I love that. Um, I also love, too, that that was the era, too. Now they spend more money and they go places for the finale party, but this is, like, when they were doing the backyard parties because everybody still lived in, like, that Kodo area. Yes. So you had, it was just, like, the backyard parties, and Tamara came in hot. Yes. That, I mean, again, she was quote-unquote self-proclaimed hottest housewife, but she came in there ready to take Gina down.
1: 100%. And I, I, I we just got just so many great quotes, like...
3: Please, let's hear when
1: um When Gina says, I've never seen a dog act like that.
3: <laughs> yeah. It was like, the dog throwing a glass of wine? Yeah. You've never seen that?
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> and then that whole, like, misunderstanding, like... Um, Vicky is trying to comfort Tamra and then and then but Vicky's not getting the fact that Tamra was the one who threw the <laughs> wine and not Gina and she's like no I, I threw the wine
3: Vicky was always like kind of like Vicky and Tamra or Vicky and Gina were like grown up Blair and Serena from mm-hmm. like Gossip Girls. like oh, they're yes. frenemies neighbors but also like hate each other like Vicky always wanted to take Gina down yeah and Gina I don't I don't think Gina was like even understand what was going on but I felt like it was always like that like frenemy sort of like relationship with each other. Yeah.
1: And I've I've picked up on that over the years. Yes. Um and then there was a shot of Fernanda. I don't know if you remember know if you remember Fernanda. She was supposed to be the
3: first lesbian housewife and camera screwed her over.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. And I remember that was my first year of watching Real Housewives and Fernanda was the Grand Marshal of the Gay Pride Parade in Chicago that year. Which is the most random choice for a Grand Marshal i ever she
3: presented heard. as a friend of, from the Real Housewives? <laughs> like, I, they, have, they had, like, a lower, like, Chiron yeah. just following her around. Like, Fernanda, Tamara's friend.
1: <laughs> that would have been amazing.
3: <laughs> okay, that was That was great, yes. And she, like, threw it, like, it was in her eye, and she said, I'm going to send you assistant to and decease. Yeah. And I remember being like, those aren't. That's, yeah,
1: assist and deceased. Like, you can
3: take Tammy out of the trailer park, but you can't take the trailer park out of Tammy. All right, so number eight was Vicky's problem child.
1: So this was, like, classic Vicky and Tamara. This is, like, this is Tamara and Vicky's who's on first bit. <laughs> We've seen it so many times over the years of them doing tequila shots, and it was like, is it suck it lick it slam it is it lick it slam it suck it what order is it so
3: so and this is also the trip too that tamra slyly tries to bring up like later that like vicky cheated on Dawn at the on this trip oh wow yeah like this will come up in like future seasons but yeah this was like but this is when they were still like funny. Yeah. And they weren't like super vindictive to each to each other. Yet. Now they
1: just think that they're funny.
3: Yeah, right.
4: Trace amigas. Oh, it's
1: gosh.
2: like, uh
3: yeah, we'll still be watching. No, oh, <laughs> We're talking about we're prepping for next week. But yeah, I thought like that was always like fun where I was like that was like the beginning, not the beginning, because it was, like, a couple of seasons. But, like, we were woohooing hooing it with them. We were, like, watching them get drunk and have fun. And, like, yes, lick it suck. And they have to, every time they keep doing a different sh- uh, they do another shot. Yeah. And order it differently. Yeah. And then it was, like, at that at the end, it was, like, just drink. Yeah. I loved it. I love that. Okay, number seven is Eviction Notice. And I feel like the title, some of these titles are misleading. Yeah. But the Eviction Notice is straight up everybody who's been watching Real Housewives since season one. Knows what this is. And this is Lynn Curtin's daughters, Alexia and Raquel. Wow, I pulled that one out. I didn't really think that. Wow. Yeah. Alexia and Raquel were at home and were served the eviction notice for their parents of their house. And this was after both girls had gone out the night before and were very hungover. Again, they were like 16 and 14 at the time. And this was the downfall of Lynn. And this is where Lynn really needed those cuffs to come through. Yeah. And it just was, like, these were, that was, like, one of, like, I felt like that was, like, the reality. Yeah. Like, we really saw this happen. And all I'm thinking is, like, how were cameras there? Like, who who set up, like, there's call sheets that go right. out. Do you know who's in scenes. Like, how was it, like, looking back on it, before we used to watch reality TV and just assume things were real. Yeah. But now, you know, like, now that we, like, learn more of the inner workings, it's like, who put this together?
1: Yeah. And it was literally... It was literally like a 30 second clip. Oh yeah. It was like found footage.
3: Like you've been served. Yeah. Like, and, and I think even the, even Raquel said, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I did the scene with that. It's so good. Okay. Number six, TP the house of the girl who bugs you.
1: Um, this one did not work for me.
3: Did not work for me. And you know what? It sounds unmemorable because if I don't know it from the title, yeah. I don't want it. So don't worry. We've also listed our own at the end. Number five, oh, so good! Smackdown in the hall. So is
1: this also Alexa and Raquel? No,
3: these are the OC Angels. They are season one. It stars Tammy Knickerbocker's youngest daughter.
1: Oh, this
3: is when Brianna was. Brianna was there. I
1: only recognized Brianna, mm-hmm. but honestly, my first note was, "Who are these people?" <laughs> I thought BravoTV.com accidentally redirected me to a clip from Showbiz Moms and Dads. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love that tune out. so good. Yeah, this was so basically OC Angels was supposed to be like, you know, when you've like gone to the beach and you have those girls who like hand out energy drinks yeah. to you, like, and they're dressed hot, whatever. That was that but these girls were like sixteen, seventeen. And there was always these rumors... Not problematic at all. Yeah, and there were always these rumors that Lou Knickerbocker was, like... Or someone in his company, one of the older men, were, like, having an affair with these girls, and they, like, found out about each other. And this is all a legend. I could totally be making this up, but I think the story's good anyways. But that they were, like... They, like, found out that they were, like... And he literally just had to, like, pull them apart. But, like, you could tell he was, like, so turned on watching this happen. So... That was, like, you know, also before the Me Too stuff, yeah. so it's a different time. But, man, the O.C. Angels. It's like, I would love a Where Are They Now, O.C. Angels. I would love it.
1: I feel like I need to go back and watch seasons one through five. You are really, like...
3: I mean, season one... Am I selling it to you? Yeah, are you you're really selling am? it to me. Season one is, like, iconic, because it is the first ever Housewives, like, forever. Like, this was literally... I believe it was Slade is an executive producer on it because he was at an auction and bid, like, $2,500 to be an executive producer. Damn. And so he's on that. And then it was, like, and I want to say that it was Vicky's son who answered an ad about, like, housewives. Yeah. And they, like, shot this whole thing. Like, they shot, like, a sizzle reel and everything. It's, I mean, season one is, like, because it's, like, our first foray, besides the real world, it's like oh for sure there wasn't anything like really like that that it was like actual just like daily quote unquote daily yeah. living you know they used a to truly sh-
1: candid reality and show. and they used
3: to show the price tags of things like it's just there yeah. there's a season one is like a beauty okay so number four is called Bunko Rules
1: okay this video also did not work yes. for me
3: okay so technically this is about. This is from 2009, and I believe this is the Fernanda season as well. Okay. And Tamara throws, or somebody throws um, a bunko party, and they're in colored wigs. And Got it. it's like they all get drunk and, like, I think make out with each other or something. Is
1: it bad that there's been so many bunko parties so that so- I can't. So I thought
3: what should have actually been in place here was the 2012 Bunko Party that Tamara threw where Gretchen and Slade went after, or where Vicky yelled at Gretchen and Slade because Slade in one of his quote-unquote comedy shows, because he was, you know.
1: Said that Vicky looked like Miss Piggy.
3: Exactly. So that's what I think should be in there for Bunko Rules. Yes. Because that was, like, iconic. Yeah. It was great. So that's what I'm putting there. Number three is Drunk Gretchen. And it's Naked Wasted. Yes. We've done a whole bonus episode, but this shit would not fly. The fact that it's even on this list is, like, wild to me. Yeah. Because this would never fly in this time and day now, because they basically tried to get her drunk and have Tamara's son hook up with her.
1: Yeah. So problematic. So
3: problematic. Like, it literally, like... it. I get, like, chills and, like, just horrible vibes when I think about it. Yeah. Like, I'm so grossed out. But it did give us the iconic, Tamra! <laughs> <laughs> I can never still, like, I, I still, like, laugh about that. Okay, number two is classless and disgusting.
1: So this was um, when that girl Sarah broke the bow off the cake and ate it. <laughs> Um, I was, I was, like, early Heather DeBro. I was a big fan of Heather DeBrot, but, like, she comes off so obnoxious in, in this clip, yeah. even though, you know, She's Sarah like, sucks for eating that piece of bow. Well,
3: okay, Sarah has a sugar problem. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> And she needed sugar. And Heather should understand that. Heather's like, I have plenty of food out there. Now, this also, the theme of this party, this was also the same party where Vicky yelled at Tamara, You're my sister, my soulmate! (laughs) And And this is where Heather was finally changing her name from Heather Page Kent to Heather Dubrow.
1: Oh, so this that's was an right. ceremony.
3: So the cake was like and this is when those cakes were like really big, like the ones with the fondant and oh, the yeah. pearls and all that sort of thing. And so she's like she's like, Do you want me to write you a check? Like, I'll give you my credit card, you can buy a new cake. Yeah. I still loved it.
1: I think yeah. I mean I was here for it. It was a classic O. C. Housewives moment where 100. they were they were making a mountain out of molehill essentially. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was really shitty. For Sarah to eat that fondant bro, and <laughs> her excuse was really shitty. But they also reacted like she kicked a puppy or something. Like, like Tamara,
3: yeah, Tamara was, like, shook. She yeah. She's like, I can't, she's like, I'm in the trailer park? I'm like, no, you still are. Yeah. You still are. Don't worry, Tammy Sue, you're still good. Like, I just thought it was so funny, because I'm like, who cares? Now, would you want Heather to grow back?
1: You know, I think... Towards the end of her run on O.C., Mm -hmm. she got a little too big for her britches. Yeah. Um, But also, O.C. is such a wasteland at this point. I can't imagine Heather coming back being anything but positive.
3: Like, it would shake things up. Like, we need that stunt casting that we were talking about. Okay, so number one is one of my favorite Vicky moments. Yes. And it is Vicky's surprise visit to Michael at college, which...
1: Classic Vicky. Classic like, narcissist Vicky.
3: Like, I could play that. It was like a three or four minute clip. I could play the entire thing in my head. I don't even need to watch it. I was like, I, you know, this whole thing was like the best thing ever. Yeah. Watching her walk into that house and seeing with like, she's wearing um, like Colorado stuff and she's woohooing her way in with like a 12 pack of, of uh, Coors Light and Michael's face.
1: Yeah. You were just mortified for him.
3: Like, and she was like, why aren't you excited to see me? And he's like. I go to school in Colorado, and you live in, like, Orange County. Like, what do you mean? Like, what the fuck? Like, he was, like, so thrown off by it. He was like, you need to pull yourself together. Stop crying. Like, I was like... And then she said, like, I don't even know where he lives. And Vicky still, to this day, like, will say, like, she doesn't know where Michael lives. Like, Michael will not... I think after that moment, Michael was like, you'll never know my address.
1: Yeah, but their relationship is so fucked up, because if that... I feel like the healthy response would have been like, oh, I need to maintain a healthy distance at all times. Yeah. Which, with the she doesn't know where I live thing, yes, that's a healthy re- distance. But also, he's like her right-hand man at of Insurance now. So Yeah. That- Do I
3: think she pays for his house... Probably. Or yeah. at least put the down payment on, like when she did with Brianna. bought the Mercedes for Brianna and then said, you get to make the payments. She's yeah. like, Michael, I bought you a house, but you get to make the payments. He's like, okay. <laughs> I loved it. Now, of course, though, it was missing very many iconic yes. moments. So I would love to hear some of your iconic moments you'd like to add, add in as honorable mentions.
1: So first and foremost, the first one that comes to mind is vicky yelling at Lori. um Mm -hmm. i've never had multiple partners in my life am i quoting that correctly yes i've never been with multiple partners in my life
3: on a mountain in vancouver
1: while wearing ski goggles i think ski goggles can elevate any
3: yeah i mean it elevates an outfit it elevates a statement (laughs) it elevates an episode of real housewives it's perfect i love that one i'm gonna also add a vickyism of why would you send a little family man for six people? <laughs> and that is like iconic Vicky too, where it was like, why would you? At the time we didn't have Uber. Yeah. You couldn't call an Uber or an Uber XL. Like it's so good.
1: I mean, any, really, any time Vicky gets into that, like, dog whistle pitched scream yes. is golden. I,
3: I like to call it, like, blackout Vicky. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like she probably has no idea. Like, she does not remember the moment yeah. that happens because she just goes into such a rage. Yeah. Okay, what else do you have for us?
1: So, I was thinking, really, this this list was from bef- from when before Shannon Vador was on the mm-hmm. show. And right. I think that... She has been so pivotal in giving us just iconic breakdown moments.
3: 100%. Um,
1: You know, you will all see the truth.
3: Yes, at Lizzie. That episode was just on yesterday, and I was able to catch it. And I was like... One, Shannon is a completely different person since yes. from her first season. Yes. But two, her just screaming, like, you will all see the truth. And Tamara yelling, Shannon! And I'm like, oh my god. This is like, this is crazy. And they tried to, like, 5150 her that night. Yeah. Like, it's wild. That one's a great one.
1: Um, Heather DeBro kicking her out of her house. And that's
3: what spawned the You Will All See the Truth. Yeah. Like, that, yes. That was I, such a
1: good season.
3: It really, I mean, it was dark. Yeah. But it gave us something to look forward to. You also, um, you also mentioned some other ones, which, like, crack me up, too, that I, like, love.
1: Um, the, her fighting with uh, Megan King Edmonds about her charity.
3: Yeah, just like, i give to charity! Yeah. Don't tell me I don't, I'm not charitable! And it was like, wait, what?
1: <laughs> and then, um, of course, the iconic from last season. This is not my fucking blade. <laughs>
3: The quiet woman has never been so thankful for a show taping in there. They're like, come in and break as many plates as you want, Shannon. It's so good. Like, it's just the anyone fighting with Kelly Dodd, like, oh, is genius. Like, I love any, like, Kelly Dodd is like one of my ultimates because I feel like she's just so crazy, but so real in general. Like, when she called um, Shane, like, a dork and a twerp yeah. and, a, and a nerd last season, I was like, or a dweeb. I was like, what is even happening? Yeah. Like, she's so, like...
1: I don't know if you had this response to Kelly Dodd, but, like, in her first season, I was like, oh, this woman is crazy, unhinged. Oh, like, yeah. She, she's just too much. But then you're like... You kind of buy into it. Yeah, you're like
3: you're like I can't wait to see what Kelly does yeah, next. This yeah, is fun. so my ultimate Kelly Dodd moment was when she called Heather um, a see you next Tuesday in the sushi place. Yeah, and she's like, "This is some," and then Heather said, "This is low base bullshit." Yeah, and she like cries in the car to Terry after, and I'm like, "This is just like Kelly Dodd was the person who needed to take Heather Dubrow down." Yeah, and she did it,
1: and Heather didn't come back.
3: Yeah, and we never got to see that Porta cache car area, yeah. like garage in her house. Nor did we get to see that monstrosity of a house.
1: Or like what shape the ice cubes were in a freezer. <laughs> Hexagonal. No. <laughs>
3: <Naturally>. <laughs> but we didn't get to actually see it. <laughs> um, those are my favorite. Do you have any other moments that are standouts for you?
1: Um, I loved that dinner at when Cut Fitness was oh. just, you know, of b- open space.
4: I had to take a Xanax, Lydia! <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're not, yeah, we're, we we didn't really uh, delve into too many Jesus Jugs moments. I will but... say the
3: Fox 5.
1: Yes. <laughs> when
3: her and Gretchen were, like, competing over, like, who was going to have the Fox 5 role in San Diego. It's like, all right, the market's San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> is not Good Morning America. Well, I have the email that says, I'm like, maybe they asked you both. And then when one wasn't available, the other one was. So, you know, I just... Ugh, it's so good. Gretchen's Proposal.
1: Gretchen's Proposal, yeah. The
3: great... Did you go to Bass Lake? (laughs) Like, there are so many, there are actually so many iconic old school Orange County moments that now I'm actually excited for the season next Yeah. Week. I feel like we pumped ourselves up. We, there
1: we go. We did it.
3: I hope we pumped all of you up. Do you have any famous last words before we go?
1: Oh, famous last words. Yes. Um, Thank you so much for having me. Oh my god, me. thank
3: you for being on this. You are so knowledgeable in your bravo. Like, I always think, like, I know a ton of bravo stuff, yeah. but you're always right there with me.
1: Well, I feel like maybe I fill in some of the gaps because you're so, you're so good at quoting things.
3: <laughs> I
4: have no life. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, and usually, I hate it when people go on podcasts and they don't don't know like exactly what they're talking about. And I, thank you for bearing with me through no, Southern Charm. I,
3: listen, I I can't we can't expect everybody to watch every single yeah. show. So I appreciate that you sat there and watched it and you knew the players. Yeah. Now again, you'll never watch it again. Unless we do this again, yeah, and then I, and then and, and it's in season, yeah. and then I'll force you to watch it. But I had such a great time with you. Thank had you so such much. such a great time. Where can people find you if they want to follow you, or they want to just, like, you know, see what's going on with yeah. you? Yeah,
1: um, I'm on Instagram, at Pakula That's at um, I think I'm going to be posting a lot more, uh, like, physical therapy-type content on there. Um, but if you just want to follow my life and <laughs> funny things I have to do and say, yes, um, you can find agent. me there.
3: Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, um, thank you, Courtney. I had such a blast again. Yeah, All right. Too. Thanks, guys. Um, as Mary would say, five stars only, but again... Five stars only, please. Or, like, just don't even. Okay? Um. Have a great week. I cannot wait to meet up with Mary next week. And we will be talking all things Pat Outchall and all things Charleston and how much of a blast she had. And then Mary and I will actually be together next weekend. So we'll probably go live and hopefully be able to answer a bunch of questions that you guys have. Have a great rest of your week. And we'll see you next week.
4: Bye.